Hey everyone, this is Steve with I Do IT. Thank you for joining us. This week, we are going to look at emails or texts that may look legitimate that actually aren't. How many people here have received a text from UPS or Amazon? It says, confirm your address or undeliverable because we don't know your address, call this number or text us your information. Well, you get the same thing in email. You may get an email that it looks totally legit from US Bank or Chase or even Microsoft, but it's not. So I'm gonna give you a little story time. I have a client, one of my very first clients, sweet, sweet old lady. She is one of those people that she has like five uh, MacBooks and each MacBook has its own function. You know, this one is for reading, this one is for watching uh, movies, this one is uh, for surfing the internet. Uh, and I'm like, well, you know, you always can combine these. And she's like, no, Steve, this is for reading this. And I'm like, okay, okay. You know, <laughs> she's one of those types of people that has her specific function. Usually she contacts me on a, you know, week or every other week basis and says, hey, I received this message, is it legitimate? You know, I'd respond back with, uh, yes it is, or no it's not, and here's what you look for. Well, about a month goes by and I haven't heard from her. So I was like, wow, I don't know, uh, I'm gonna call her Mary. You know, what's going on with Mary? You know, so I, I should call her. So I call her and I'm like, hey, uh, Mary, what's, uh, what's happening? This is Steve. I haven't heard from you for a while. Everything okay? She's like, oh yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Um, you know, I got this, email and I was going to talk to you about it and I'm like okay uh, so what's going on well Microsoft emailed me and said that my office subscription was expiring and I'm like okay you're a Mac person you don't use office and you don't use any of their products so what subscription is expiring she says well you know I wasn't sure so I I called them up uh, they gave me the number and I called them up. They said, uh, Microsoft subscription's expiring. We need access to your machine. Oh God. And you gave them access to your machine. She's like, yes, yeah. I got on this website. They got, you know, they were moving my cursor around and they were doing stuff. I'm not sure exactly what they were doing. I'm like, okay, what else went happened? And she said, well, you know, nice, nice guy, nice guy, but uh, unfortunately, you know, they wanted my credit card information. And I'm like, okay, you didn't give them your credit card, did you? And she's like, no, no, I didn't give them my credit card, but I did give them my bank account information. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? You, you gave them your bank account information and not your credit card. Yeah, yeah, I gave them my, my bank account. Oh, oh God, uh, all right, oh dear Lord. So, <laughs> this is gonna be a problem because if they withdraw money from your checking account, it's up to the bank to, to refund it. It's not a requirement like if you used your credit card, you have fraud protection. They reverse the charge and you're not liable for it. With the bank, it's not like that and it's not that easy. In fact, her daughter was fighting with the bank to get the money back. They took 
$8,500 out of her checking account, which they are still in contact with the bank, but it happened over a week ago. She didn't tell anybody. It only came out of the woodwork because her daughter asked her about why you had an $8,500 transfer. And so that's how this came out. Here we are. I want to talk to you about emails and text, but email specifically, why they're important to really look at, even though you think it came from a person you work with or US Bank or Microsoft, you need to be skeptical. Did this person actually send me this information? Did they contact me? Why are they contacting me? The first thing you look at is who it's from. Now, a lot of email providers like Outlook don't display the from email address. They'll just say who it's from. And you know it may say US Bank or customer service. But if you expand that option, it will say US Bank at xyz.com or US Bank at Gmail or Yahoo or one of those. I can guarantee you US Bank does not use US Bank at gmail.com. They have their own customer service at usbank.com. So that's your first indicator. Your second indicator is the link that it sends you. So they usually put in links. Click here for account information, to update your information, or click here to give us further information. So if you hover over the links that they give you, the little button, it will tell you where it's taking you. And if it's not taking you to www.usbank.com, don't click on it. Okay, it, it's very important that you don't click on it because what happens is if you click on it, it's gonna take you to this site that they generated. And again, it may look perfect. It may have the US Bank logo, it has the same colors, it has put in your account information, you know, your username and password, you hit submit. Well, once you do that, now they have a good email address, they have a good password, and most likely that click that you just did is installing malware, which is a bad application. It's how they get access to your machine, how they get data off of your machine, just by clicking that. It's in the background, so you're not gonna see a little pop-up and it's not gonna ask you. Be skeptical. Don't click on links unless you know where they're going. You know, verify the source. Hey, I got this email from my sister. It says, and it came from her email address. And it says, hey, I got a friend in the hospital. Can you send uh, gift cards so I can give them, uh, give them to this person that's in the hospital? It's kind of a strange request. I call her and I say, hey, um, did you send me this information? You know, are you asking me for this? She's like, no, I've been hacked. It wasn't even a, a, a hey, Steve, or, you know, how are you doing? It's, I've been hacked. Yep, yep, you sure have. You got your email address and they have your mail and they're sending out mail. So verify the source. And I know I harped on this last time, Use strong passwords and don't repeat passwords. This is another reason why Mary 
she uses one password. It's, it's a variation of the same password, and I've told her not to do it, but again, she's not young, and so it's, this is easy to remember, and she does it. It's bad. Don't use the same password. Make sure they're strong. 14 characters, mixed case, alpha, numeric, special character, you know the drill. And then enable multi-factor authentication. Again, we talked about this in a previous episode, but it is a very important security measure that you need to have is enable uh, either MFA, 2FA, so multi-factor authentication or dual-factor authentication. They basically mean the same thing. Make sure you pass this information on to your colleagues, to your friends, your family, because it is really prevalent. It doesn't always happen to big companies. It happens to Mary, who's you know 86 years old. She is a grandma. It happens to her. It happens to me. It happens to you. Make sure it doesn't happen. That is this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will be talking about security on your laptop, desktop, server, and phone. So tune into that. <laughs>